coming up on Just Elders Podcast. New spot, new spot. We you know we 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 up in this thing. First of all, let me just before I give him compliment, let me give some hate. Chris Brown versus uh, Usher. This round is an automatic winner, bro. Yeah. <laughs> might, might be, might be, might be. Oh, oh, oh. Right, right. It's kind of hard for me to say this. Hey. But it's coming from my and, heart. And I fuck. You was a fucking with throwback? With throwback. It's on there. Oh, yeah, throwback. Yeah, okay, yeah, throwback on here. Yeah, throwback. Come on, y'all niggas. Look at you. Yeah, they're like, they're like your temptations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know those songs. They're like your temptations. <laughs> I know old school. <laughs> Chris Brown, why he's so strong? Jay-Z and Beyonce came for him and he survived. Bro, all they need to do is play March Madness and hit that bat flip on point again. And that's that's a win. That's not even a track. Right now, Usher is T'Challa. Chris Brown a Killmonger. Don't let that nigga challenge you. Stand up! No, I want to tickle me Elmo. Who the fuck is Burt? Thing. If you feel like your your kids should all be sharing the food, when I bring you that bag of food, you split that bitch up four ways like you're supposed to. Now we far from where we want to be, far. Yeah. But when you could clearly see what we were doing day one to what we're doing now, I was like, okay, there's growth here. <clears throat> ready? Born ready. Yo. After the night. <laughs> Don't leave your girl around me too. Play it's for Wednesday. Real. That's my nigga for real. Hey. Come on. for a celebration. Last week, R&B were losing. They winning again. Hey. Don't leave your girl around me too. Play it for real. That's my nigga for real. Hey, bro, I used to listen to this song every morning. Keep it playing. On the way to middle school, bro. When he was in the mirror. See the rise. The reason why this shit hit was because it came right after you got it bad. Bruh. It came right, right after you got it bad. <laughs> right after. Did it like, come on, Playboy, get up. Exactly. Get up, I remember. Out tonight. I remember. And this is when music, when music videos were still movies. It was still a community. They was an Escalade. <laughs> hey, bruh. Everybody did this shit in their car, bruh. And that nigga had them fucking... Skate shoes. I was like, see a grown man can't wear those. Bro, skate, bro. But let me tell you, his was definitely custom because his shit was smooth. The real skate dude was bulky as fuck, bro. Look, Usher been skating on niggas. Man, been skating on niggas. We're going to do it like this. What's up, family? Shit, but Eldridge, you're tuning into the Just Elder podcast, the greatest podcast to ever hit the airwaves. I'm super excited because we're about to record the greatest episode I have ever recorded. I say it every time and I mean it every single time. Shout out to Usher, man. Shout out to Usher, dog. Like, um, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, the dude. Well, before we jump into that, like, thank you everybody for tuning in last week's episode. It was, it was good. Some people like that. Some, a lot of people like that conversation we had. Definitely. And what's so crazy? I ain't even finished it, but like, I was just going back listening to it. Shout out to Saba. She's always fun to have on. You know, you know, Shaba is the one I got right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we had them all, but now Saba, Saba's the one like actually putting in 
a lot of work because politics right now is just so heavy. Hectic. Like, yeah. and people was listening to it and they were like actually thinking like, damn, what, what can the Democrats do? What should they do? Um, I had some people saying, you know what? Let me look at Gavin Newsom. Like, who is this guy? You know, so. Yeah, like, I'm about, I'm about, about to say like, people that's a name we didn't mention on the episode, but like somebody came up to me and was like, well, the one person the Democrat could put up. Was Gavin Newsom? Oh, we said it on the pod. Y'all said, yeah. okay, said, I can't remember. Cause we said, uh, cause, you know, it's all getting on me cause I'd be like, hey, reparations. Right. And she was like, well, Gavin Newsom, uh, got the commission in California for reparations and gave them folks back their beach. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, um, it was a good episode. Thank you for y'all to tune in. Uh, today we vibing, you know what I'm saying? New spot, new spot. We, you know, we, we, we up in this thing, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the, uh, New temporary studio. We got the young boys in the building. Y'all in there? Y'all in here? Yes, sir. Hey. <laughs> man, uh, ladies and gentlemen, first time you heard him on the mic, you don't heard me talk about him before. But y'all know, man, the young wolves. That's my initiative where I take these young brothers who are hungry, who running packs, and we trying to hunt. You know what I'm saying? We hunting for success. We hunting for passion. We hunting for our dreams. And we run together and we eat together. Y'all give it up for Dustin on the mic. Damn, yeah, son. Where'd you find this? Appreciate the opportunity. First time on the mic. <laughs> Hopefully not the last. Hey, what I'm talking about? Kyle in this building, you know what I'm hey, saying? Hey, man, shout out to Kyle. Cause look, Kyle coming through in the clutch right now, my nigga. <laughs> he really is. Oh, man, for real, nigga. Hey, look, today going to be a good episode. I'm excited about it because we got a lot to talk about. But just really want to pay homage to this brother, man, because he say R&B. <laughs> And uh niggas was out bad last week because of the verses. She's burning me the whole But Usher, this is the one song. I know this is this album right to. here, out of all his albums, the reason why I know it's right. real because it's probably one of the only albums where I know every song. Well, confessions. Yes, man. Uh, the only album I know every song. The yeah, confessions go. I see somebody say that Usher could drop confessions this week and this shit will go number one. Yeah, bro. Like. <laughs> Cause this shit, nigga, everybody you was. Let me put the track list on your head real quick. Kind of hard for me to say this, hey. but it's coming from my and, heart. And I fuck with Usher because he gave you breakup music, like uh, smooth breakup. Can music. I tell you about this song? Man, you know, rest in peace. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, uh, Don. She's no longer with us, but I remember this was my girlfriend, and I put this song and uh. Chris Brown, uh, goodbye on a disc. <laughs> and I slid it in her car. And that's how I broke up with her. <laughs> <laughs> the nigga played deuces. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, man. man. So, uh, Tiny, that man, shout out to Tiny. Let me just say this. Like, it's one of the things I used to, I, I ain't gonna lie. I be hating. I be hating on NPR because I know it ain't us. But it's such a creative idea. The tiny desk is like, I be, I used to be hating on it heavily. And you know, let me tell you why I was hating on it. Uh-huh. Usher did something that most artists don't do. Usher said, I don't know if y'all can see what's going on. Showing the crowd. You seen all them white folk, right? It was like old white ladies back yeah, there. Yeah, it was some sisters in there. Man, it, it was, was like it three. Was, it was, nah, I seen, I seen a lot of black folks. It was like three. <laughs> yeah, pull it back. Yeah, pull it back. It was a lot of black folks. Okay, I'm going to go back because I seen a whole bunch of See, old- I, I fuck with Usher. I fuck with Confessions because we were watching Tiny Dance. I shot on my girl. We was watching it. And she was like, where, where were you when Confessions came out? So I pulled it up. Confessions came out March 23rd, 
2004. I remember it because that was my was that? that was my summer. That was a young nigga. That was my summer going into my senior year of high school, right? So Fort Valley, shout out to Fort Valley. We uh see that my scholarship program every summer they take us somewhere every summer. But that summer was a Fort Valley summer because you about to come next year. So when I told her shit, Usher Confessions, when the album dropped, had me feeling like a grown man, like Usher was going to his grown man phase. Cause you know, he had just got done with Chili. Like we yeah. seen him grow up. It I was like I was growing up. He had the best, he had the smoothest transition from smoothest boyhood, transition. boyhood to manhood. Yeah. Artists always struggle with that. Bow Wow did a horrible job. Exactly. Chris Brown did good. What fucked Chris Brown up was the Rihanna shit, but it also grew him up because he was on some bad boy shit. You know what I'm saying? But like he, he's still a little bad boy shit. You must not see him on the drink channels. No, no, no. He's like, that boy got a little extra. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my. my boy was talking like you know. <laughs> yeah, but Chris Brown, I feel like you know because they really try to take him out. They try to take out his career. Like you got to realize Chris Brown, why he's so strong. Jay Z and Beyonce came for him and he survived. Mm. Bro, if you survive Jay and Beyonce, bro, you that nigga, bro. You gotta be talented. That nigga did that uh Michael Jackson performance. Remember that Man in the Mirror and more man. That nigga yeah. broke down crying. Hey, but and the other side of it too, if, if Rihanna forgave him and was fucking with him again afterwards, like come on, bro. Like, well, everybody know Rihanna was Jay, little shorty. And that's why Jay wasn't feeling that but like, shit. But but before we go back to uh Chris, man, Usher, look, confessions. You got yeah on that bit. Yeah. The yeah is a international like it's a white people approved song. You play it at every white wedding. That's how you know it's a hit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> confessions part one and two. And see niggas I like I like part one. Yeah. I like part one. Like part one was very smooth, but then like that part two come in just, Which one was quit playing? Yeah, good plan. I think that's number two. I think two. Number two. Okay. I think number because I think number one he he's confessing to cheating. Okay. And then number two he's like, I don't got that girl pregnant. And then to find out it's all Jermaine Dupri shit. Yeah. That, that's even crazy. Yeah. Uh, burn. You just play burn. Caught up. That's another. I'm so caught up. Got me Superstar. You gonna say throwback like that? Huh? You wasn't fucking with throwback. With throwback. It's on there. Oh yeah, throwback. Yeah, okay, yeah, throwback on here. Yeah, throwback. Come line. on, young nigga. Look at you. They're like, they're like his temptations. They're like his temptations. I know old school. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, huh? funny. Yeah, yeah. Put that up, but no. Uh, what else got on there? Uh, burn caught up. Superstar. Truth hurts. I used to like truth hurts. Um, simple things. Can't remember simple things. Bad girl. That was a good one. That was a good one. Bad yeah, bad girl. girls can't. Bad girl. Yeah, that's yeah. That's what it's made for. It's hot in this motherfucker. That's what it's made for. Can you handle it? Nigga, <laughs> can you handle it? Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Turn me up. <laughs> Turn me up. <laughs> hey. Man, when you heard that? Hey, look. When you heard that? I don't know one nigga that ain't never played this song and walked to the bed on his shoulder. <laughs> I don't know one nigga that ain't by the never time, did. By the time that song come on, it's a yes. It's a yes. It, it's not a no. It's not a, you don't play that for somebody that you might hit you. Nah, nah. This is a guarantee. Yeah, yeah. This, 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 and then, if you know about 
Playlist pimping. This song goes towards the end. Playlist pimping. You got that playlist in the background where y'all just chilling and talking. Nigga, this song goes towards the end because you almost there. <laughs> it's like, you know, the, uh, if you made a playlist, you know what song coming up next because this yeah. is your plan. <laughs> that, uh, do it to me, take your hand and follow me. All hits. All hits. I fuck with it. My boo wasn't on confession. It was on special edition. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was on okay. special edition. Okay. Yeah, that was a uh, that was the first album where I knew literally every song. That's how I know it's really. Oh, I'm tripping throwback. That's the one with Jada Kids. Yeah, yeah. Cause man, you know what about that though? I feel like um, who rapped on that shit? Um, then Beanie Siegel and them rap on that shit too. Let me play it because I don't remember throwback. Real talk. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Just blaze. Yeah. Don't fuck with us, YouTube. Look, look, look. Exactly. <laughs> the last words you said to me. Goddamn Jada. Yeah. He killed it. He killed it. Now, his, um, his tiny desk, the reason why it was just so smooth, like, well, first of all, let me just, before I give him a compliment, let me give some hate. Man, what that nigga wearing, bro? <laughs> like, what was Usher wearing, man? Come on. Like, on, on a tiny desk, bro. Yeah, shit, nigga, that nigga with friends. You talking about what you? Man, friend? no, bro. I'm going back and forth with Armand. You know Armand, old singing ass nigga. Now so the, the glasses was fresh though. The glasses was fresh, bro. That nigga. First of all, you got the Chris Tucker earrings in your ear, <laughs> like, bro. Bro, at first I thought that was um. The, the, the monitor earpieces. <laughs> and I was telling my girl, I said, damn, that nigga got the diamond encrusted, uh, no, yeah, beats. Bro. This nigga pierced his eardrum. Yeah. I mean, his ears that big, he can fuck. <laughs> not. not for real. Like, us, us is also the first nigga that like showed me how to embrace your flaws. He overcame just, his big bro, ears. Nigga had big ears, a big sloped ass head. Like, you gotta remember, bro, he was a funny looking ass nigga. And he really was just swag. Like, yeah, I mean, nobody really gave him hell for it. He didn't really get, <laughs> see, he was just a little too, like, to me, this is what it looked when them young stylists be dressing you. Yeah. You remember this one? Uh, uh, I never heard this. Yeah. You never stayed properly rapping this shit? Young Chris, Pete Crack. That's what I fuck with. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I don't remember that, you know. I wasn't in, I wasn't in deep like that. If it didn't come on one of those park, I probably didn't hear it. I'm very, I've always been very surface on the music. How you funny, man. So, but look, I was looking at what he wearing on. I was like, man, nah, this shit ain't it, bro. That little choker and shit. Maybe if you would have took the choker off, I probably would have been down. Whatever with. that is. It's like, look like a little leather, some shit like that. Yeah, like that BDS, what they call them. Uh, that, that's exactly what it looked like. BDSM. <laughs> yeah. Like, you got them hop on the motherfucker. Yeah, that, I, I wasn't feeling the wardrobe, but like the band was smooth as hell. He had the background singers that were really lead singers. Like, that's when you know you fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like when your background singers can do their own thing, like that shit was fire as hell. Um, it was a vibe. It was, it was a vibe. It also solidified the conversation. Cause you know, everybody, Chris Brown came and said he the only one he would go against. Chris Brown versus, uh, Usher. And, um, it, it's one of those, it's one of those situations. If you can, 
I be trying to tell people verses. I think people mess up. It's a couple of things. Twenty verse twenty. So let's put that out there. Twenty verse twenty. Hey man, I'm gonna tell you. Me and my girl were talking about it, bro. Chris might win. Bro, I'm going for Chris. Only, only because he definitely got twenty. I'm- Chris is winning just because there was a part. There was a part in Usher's life when he started going on a decline. That's why the nigga started talking about uh T Pain. He said you ruined R and B. Like the nigga Chris, I mean Usher was mad for a minute because that nigga he was missing. Nah, I think it's more than that. It, it's it's young boy energy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Chris no, Brown came. You, have you heard this song, bro? Have you heard this shit? This that new uh, Chris Brown. Boy, what that catch your body, nigga? He finna come with that young boy energy, nigga. Yeah, I feel like yeah. this album was pretty good, honestly, bro. What else you gotta play against this? You ain't gonna, you can't, you can't be nothing. You can't play against this. Come on, bro. You ain't beating that, bro. Damn. The Usher ain't got nothing for catch a body, bro. And he, and he got that young boy energy, bro. It's like, Usher got responsibilities. You know what I'm saying? Like, Chris Brown out here, like, fuck it all. Yeah, so if you want to goddamn go, like that's the other thing. What 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 Usher song? What Usher song can beat Run It? Run It is the hit. Oh, if you did Run, I mean Usher definitely got to Run It. He definitely got a song that can go against Run It. Like twenty is hard, bro. Twenty is hard. That's why I tell, but but what I'm saying is, it's twenty verse twenty. It's features. The only thing I fuck mm. Chris Brown up is if he uh smoke. Like before he come out there, he gotta let his voice rest. He gotta make sure the auto tune is working on the microphone. Not like how they did Give on the BET. Like he gotta make sure the mic work. Like everybody yeah, tapping, that man up. Everybody yeah. nigga was tapping the mic. That nigga said, ah, <clears throat> excuse me. <laughs> I was like, damn. That nigga check these earpiece first. Yeah, yeah. Was like, bro, y'all fucking me up. But yeah. Hey, look, if you can use, you can do features, bro. Hey, hey, you can do features, bro. <laughs> You don't remember us and kill this shit, nigga. Nah. nigga see, this is got that. First of all, this is PTI, and then Usher came out on that Your Life, and he came out and killed that shit. That nigga was like literally T Pain remix energy on that shit. But what I'm telling you is, I'm a green. I personally pick Usher. I pick uh, I pick Chris Brown. But what I'm telling niggas, don't get, don't sleep on the wisdom of an old nigga. That's all oh, I'm yeah, saying. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. That's for all sure, I'm saying. Sure. Don't sleep on like. See, all Usher gonna do is play this right here. <laughs> then he just come out with this shit. Yeah, yeah. and his new shit sound like old shit. Well, you know, Usher been skating. Yeah. So one thing about it, like every skate ring gonna play this song. Like, yeah. Usher, Usher okay. has now made another classic. Like, yeah, yeah. Like my kids know, yeah. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah. this is another classic. Like, he was skating; it was smart to do. But I knew when hitting that much because Jermaine Dupri on came at the end. But normally, Jermaine Dupri, the the brat, bow out a whole. But shit, shout out to the city girls though. Yeah, I'm looking good, man. I always do. But I ain't gonna lie, Chris Brown ain't got nothing to come against this, bro. Chris Brown ain't got one, bro. This round is an automatic winner, bro. Yeah. <laughs> might, might be, might be, might be. Uh, 
Bro, that's an automatic winner round right there. When you play that shit, dog, it's over with, dog. Like, and like I said, Usher got some songs that are aces in spades. And they big vex jokes. Like, you, uh, you ain't gonna, uh, it's seven o'clock, I'm in a drop top. That's automatically when it got too many memes. When your song got memes around it, you got trivia around your shit, you not gonna, you can't beat that shit. So yeah. that song is a hit. Yeah, that was good. Lovers and Friends is a hit. Uh, all I'm saying is, I, and I'm telling you, I'm going for Chris Brown, but Usher has some hits that. Yeah, he could definitely compete. It'll, it'll be, it'll probably be one of the best ones we've done seen in a minute. Because they both gonna perform the hell out of it. They both still perform. Yeah, yeah. Like that shit gonna be fire as hell. But, um, the reason why I know it ain't gonna happen, cause Chris Brown said the key word. He said, yeah, if we can do it, it just gotta make sense for us. Money and that mean, right. and that well, mean they both about to be charging like a motherfucker. Nah, and, and Usher just responded. He did the tiny disc. Like Usher, see Usher's smart. At this point, because of what happened, I would just sit back on the morals and just let everybody say that I would win. And I wouldn't do it. It's like Dr. Dre. Like once Dr. Dre saw that the sound wasn't going to be perfect <clears throat> during the beat battle, Dr. Dre was like, I ain't going to do no verses because it has to be in my favor. I think once Usher saw how Mario and Omarion Mario went, he was like, nah, because if I do go out there and out sing this nigga, if he come on some five performance shit, bro, all I need to do is play March Madness and hit that backflip on point again. And yeah. that's, that's a win. That's not even a track. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that was nigga, the smoothest that was the smoothest shit I ever fucking seen, bro. Like, ain't, it came up with that down the name and everything. So bro. what we're saying is, right now, Usher is T'Challa, Chris Brown and Killmonger. <laughs> Don't let that nigga challenge you. Cause T'Challa could have just told that nigga, like, throw that nigga in jail. Nah, he couldn't have. Remember, he had he had the ring. He, he nah, was but he was the king, nigga. It was his birthright. Bro, he was the king, though. That's why. I, I mean, I woke up with my daddy even had Panther claws on his it, back. And look, that's, look, that's he was his, he was the king. He was look, he was the king look, because no, kind of no, bro. I watch movies. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. That nigga know movie. That nigga the best. That's why I be using movie references for this nigga. But look. Like, the reason why I know, because T'Challa, uh, I mean, Killmonger was smart as fuck. He said, man, all that challenge shit over you're with. You're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. He said, all that Because he came back. He said, nah, bro. All that challenge shit over with. I done beat you, bro. <laughs> so, Run it so, back. Run it so, back. Nah, bro. Yeah, it's over with. So, if, if Usher is smart, he literally just sit on the tiny desk and chill. And don't do nothing. And I heard Chris Brown, uh, album wasn't even really doing amazing sales. Nah, but you know, low keto, nobody's albums have been doing good. Kendrick didn't do good. Chris, it's, we, we, we are in an, uh, economic state right now where people just don't have it. Inflation's too high. But what about streams? Like, stream, bro, who, what, streaming where? On Apple. No, but I'm saying, what you streaming for, for, like, where, where you, where are you going to stream? Like, are you partying? You ain't spending that much on parties. People don't have jobs to go to no more. People work from home. Like, a lot of streaming happens in commute while you're doing things, while you're out. Times have changed. Right. Is that? So, everybody. What the hell? Like, so there's people. Everybody got a hiring sign, but then they're like, people ain't got it. People ain't work. If people really not working or people don't want to work? People don't want to work for $7 an hour. Okay. That's, 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 That's really what it is. Because I, why I work for $7 an hour if I can collect unemployment for more 
if I can go to one of these programs for more. Hell, if I can just figure out my own little side hustle for more, I could drive Uber for more. Like I can, I can do too many independent task rabbits. Is, is this still money in the gig economy? Yeah, I mean that's to your point. That's why nobody's going to these restaurants because the gig economy. And right. gig economy is more than just Uber. It's any a uh, gig economy is what's the gig like? Yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta is full of. No, I, I had posted a list. It was like literally like a thousand gig economy jobs. Like, yeah. literally from Tash Rabbit to Instacart. I don't think about doing my Uber Black on my car. <laughs> Uber Black is fuck. <laughs> Uber Black is fuck. That day. I mean, that's why it's a slap in the face when you see these companies saying, "Oh, we'll pay for abortion." It's like, well, how about you give your people some raises with that money? You know or, what I'm saying? Like, or how about you give uh, child care? Like on on the job, job because that's you know we didn't get into it last week because we were doing political talk, but like that's the other side of it too. It's like America don't like kids. People don't realize that, but America is not really set up for children. Like if you have children, you really realize like there's really not there's there's a select hand few places to take your kid. That's one. Two, there's no like real entertainment or music for your kid. It's not like programmed like. PBS is probably the best. I used to let my kids watch PBS, but like any regular Netflix, Nickelodeon, Disney, there's some type of programming in that shit. Like they, they showing you shit that you don't know what your kid watching. I ain't gonna lie, bro. Mm-hmm. It, it's this challenge going on. They be like, see what your kid do when you play this sound. It's that Coco Melon. Like my kid don't do nothing because we don't watch it. When I see how them kids be running for that shit, that shit got of scary. Like you, you ever seen that shit? Like these kids be going ham for the Coco Melon. I don't even know what that show is. Like it's, why your kids it's, don't it's, watch it's, it? Well, for Coco Melon is like um, um, what's it called? Teletubbies. Like think okay. about what Teletubbies used to be. Yeah. And when they used to come on, yeah. Basically. <laughs> basically. But Poe. I mean, that's all Coco Melon is. It's just some bunch of kids running digital creation. Like I don't really know because I don't. My kids don't even watch it like that. But like when that sound play, nah, my. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I can't wait. You know, I just had a grandson. Shout out, man. Give make some noise, man, for my grandson. Shout out to Shout out to Forever in this thing. You know. What's his name? Forever. Forever? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are, we excited, man. Like so, but that also I don't let my kids watch too much screen time. Like I said, PBS, wise Indian man told me, if you want your children to be smart, P. BS. That's it. If they're going to watch anything, PBS. That's it. There's no programming in it. They don't try to push no agendas. Because Sesame Street don't even come on there no more. I don't know if people realize. Sesame mm. Street is, is streamed on HBO Max. You don't get free Sesame Street no more, bro. I ain't know that. Bro, this shit's so, I'm saying it's so commercial. Hey, man, let me tell you, young niggas, man. Back in the day, when Sesame Street used to be so crazy, do y'all know there used to be riots over the Elmo toy? Like that, that, t- that tickled me, Elmo. Bro, tickled like literally. See, these niggas don't remember Jingle. They don't, they don't remember Jingle all the way. Bro. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. Exactly. When they were running for that toy. Exactly. That's what bro. niggas was doing for that tickled me, Elmo. Tickled me, Elmo. Literally, there were fights in Sears and JCPenney's around the world. Over like, the Elmo? Over the tickle me, Elmo. I want to know if, if you could pull up old clips on YouTube nah, of that man, shit. That tickle me, Elmo used to be crazy, but like, I don't, that Coco Melon shit, I don't, 
Now we do Gracie's Corner. We do all the black stuff. You know what I'm saying? The Gracie's Corner. Even even um, what's the name? Akili. We do Akili. Um, they teach you Swahili and English. <laughs> you know that look. Oh, that look Kiki kids got that educated as hell. All, all right. these shit sound boring. <laughs> you look, I know my kids educated. Cause baby, girl, baby girls at my house. Look, yeah, uh, we're hey hard on nigga. <laughs> baby girls at my house, and she was like, "Dad, can, can I borrow this book? Can I borrow this book?" And I'm like, "What book you want to borrow?" And she wanted to borrow the uh, story of uh, the narrative of Frederick Douglass. She was like, she wanted to read about it. I was like, she's smart edge. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love my kid. And my son like that too. Like he loved history. Like anything history, especially with him too, because he's at that defiant age. You know, you be trying yeah. your daddy. So he be thinking like, I. he's the thing I be lying when I say black people invent everything. Like, bro, everything came from Africa. What are you talking about? Bro? Bro, like, for the flaws, it was 1996. Well, this year's Toy Story, a red furry doll that giggles a lot. <laughs> Tickle Me Can't Elmo is the hottest oh. thing this Christmas. Sold out of stores everywhere. But is it all just marketing and media hype? Oh, no. Here's Jeffrey Kaufman. You're going to report. You had to show the fights, bro. Oh, nigga, that's old. Oh, <laughs> y'all, y'all, niggas, y'all niggas don't remember buying shit from a newspaper. Nigga. Nigga, ice. <laughs> the classifies, nigga. <laughs> bro, this was the eBay before the eBay, bro. The niggas were buying the Elmo and buying... This is 1996. And that used to be that bullshit. Your mama buy you the other shit. No, I want to tickle me Elmo. Who the fuck is Bert? Hey, look. Bro, I ain't gonna lie, man. One Christmas, I asked my mom for that Ninja Turtles helicopter. Man, she brought me the shredder. I'm like, no. This ain't the same, bro. Shredder. <laughs> shredder, nigga. I want Ninja Turtles. Bro, you know, that's why I hate you. I don't fuck with Christmas, bro. I had horrible presents. So I don't fuck with that. Uh, Secret Santa shit, none of that. You know, we were real Christians, so we definitely didn't do, you know. Yeah, well, uh, Jehovah's Witness. It, that day, right? Exactly. It was all about the holiday spirit. We definitely wouldn't get no real well, gifts. I just started getting gifts like last year. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Hey, but look, I, that's so crazy. I'm a, you know what? They used to do the little countdowns. VH1 used to do the yearly countdowns. Mm. Of all the, remember that shit keep back in there, yeah, the yeah. top 100? Top, but I feel like the year goes by so fast and so much shit happens and like that's why I know a lot of this shit be propaganda too. Cause like back in those days, the year used to stop in August. Yeah. That way you would have time to make that damn TV show. So in November when it Man, came nigga, out, it shit like, oh, happening all the way up to the 31st. <laughs> like Every it is shit bro. happening. Like literally you would have to add, you would just have to cut it off and not do anything in December. Because you need all of December to edit now, this shit. Now you get uh, the wrap-ups. Shout out to Skills and Uncle Murder. They do those like 2017 wrap-up, 2019 wrap-up. That's the most you're going to get. I want to I wanna go back. This shit just intrigued me. I want to go back and look at all the shit that happened back in the day. Nah, bro. It's a show. It's a channel. For real. Uh, so on regular TV, if you don't got cable, like yeah, uh, antenna TV. No, no. On the antenna TV, like the regular antenna, yeah. is a show. It's a channel called Decades. And what that channel does is whatever today is, it goes back five years, 10 years, 15 years and shows you programs. Oh, that's what's up. Uh, news yeah, clips. Yeah. Cause I, cause I found out about a brother who went ham in like 96 on the police. Like took him, like took half of the damn squad out, you know, on some like protesting, mm-hmm. you know, racism type shit. Never heard of it, but I forgot. I wrote it in one of my notes, but like never heard of the brother, but it, the dude was like this year. It, 
15 years ago today this happened like so it's a channel called decade shout out it's it's it's, it does shit like that you know i do that with the podcast like i yeah i ain't doing shit i just go what we talking about what we talked about two years ago and it just to see where our mind was at where we was progressing in life at like like right now on this episode y'all gonna come back years later i'm the first time we was on the mic like like today is what's today date Got down the July third. Third. But you know the day before the fourth, man. What are you talking about? Exactly. I'm sitting here, got down, uh I don't like man, what the fuck what the, I'm trying you know, to you know you know what tomorrow is, nigga. I forgot your dumb ass. <laughs> Did through the crates, y'all. This is fucking key favorite song, man. And I'm proud to be an American. I know I'm free. And I won't forget. This should be the damn uh, national anthem. Like stand up. <laughs> See, I ain't never been in the fireworks ceremony when they did that. Stand up. And everybody stand up. God bless the USA. Tell you this nigga love that song, bro. For real, for real. Like, he ain't playing. Dude, that's the shit, though. Like, that's my national anthem. I don't like the, uh, you know, these Star Spangled. Nah, that right there. This nigga's So last year, this time, we it was the Little Brother episode. My brother came in town? No, the first Little Brother. Yeah. Man, and that nigga lit that blunt up in the studio, bro. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, my look, my look. Like y'all niggas been to the studio. Y'all know we don't smoke inside. Yeah, man, nigga <laughs> just chilling. We just sitting here recording, having a good. But like how we doing right now? Man, my look has little just spark up. <laughs> he was on the mic. Yes, nigga. Like how you on the mic right now? <laughs> like nigga, little Wayne in here. What the fuck? I'm like, bro, what the fuck is wrong? Like nobody was smoking, but he was like, "Don't call me little brother." Like, that's why it's the whole Little Brother episode. Because nigga said, I don't like to be called Little Brother. Call me your bro. Like, But then like we said, you got to earn title of brother if you a little brother. Like, like shout out to my brother. He's a married man. Taking care of his wife. I, I don't call him Little Brother no more. He a bro. That's my brother. You know what I'm saying? He a bro. He's we eye level because he's grown man. Yeah, he, he doing live, what he got to do. He live in Dallas on his own. He, that's grown man. But... If it wasn't like that, when he's living at the house with my dad or something, that would be my little, I'll be talking about my little brother right now. But I'm not. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we're trying to tell him too. And then, like we said too, being a little brother ain't bad when you're trying to make a connection. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like if your big brother cool, being a little brother. Els is your big brother, right? If y'all walk into any spot right now, oh, it got, it got hot. Old school. Old school, old school. But like, if Elge is your big brother, and you walk into a spot right now, right, and niggas be like, uh, you tell a nigga, shit, you let it sit, it's gonna come back off. Yeah, yeah, it's it like ten minutes. Yeah, we just, we just keep talking. That's why we got the magic. Yeah. Uh, but if you walk into a spot and then say you uh-huh. go somewhere and they be like, yeah, you, you point to Elge and say, yeah, that's my yeah, big brother, and Elge say that's my little brother. If a nigga said, if a nigga calls you his little brother. Me, I'm going to automatically treat you with kid gloves a little bit, put you in a good position because little brother also implies that you still trying to get it. Yeah. Not to really expect too much from you, but. And take care of my little brother. Take care of him. And now you call him my brother. I'm going to assume, okay, you 
same level as Eldridge, so I might not do the, the extend the same level of care I might have to for a little brother. You get what I'm saying? It's, and it ain't no disrespect. It's just on some like, that's how niggas know to address you. But some people take it as disrespect. Like, I remember when my little brother was my little brother in high school, and he did not want to come to the high school with me. Because every all the teachers knew, oh, that's Keith's little brother, that's Keith's little brother. So he went to a whole different high school because he did not want to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? But some little brothers be like that. Like, nah, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie, I always took the uh the little bro card. Little bro card get you in the ASAP. Like I was at Barnesville College, at, I mean at Gordon College in Barnesville with my brother. I'm like, yeah, I'm oh. Oh, but when he came to college, though, he used a little brother card at Fort Valley. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is my little brother. Got him right into Fort Valley. He didn't have to take no testing. Him and my cousin. Oh, yeah. my little brother. Yeah, they said cousin. it. It was at the uh, birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> Got them nigga knucklehead-ass nigga. Shout out. Man. <laughs> What's up, man? All right, so look, we uh, it was all on the internet. I want to know Keith's opinion because, you know, Keith, the, uh, he the uh, realest baby daddy I know. <laughs> so... <laughs> Got they on McDonald's, man. McDonald's gate. Oh, you talking about the McDonald's, uh, shouty? Yes. Every fucking day, my baby daddy come here with one fucking meal for my child. But I have three other kids. We have one kid together, but he only want to come and bring one thing to McDonald's. This is my first time seeing it. I didn't know they said he did this every day. How come you can't feed my other kids McDonald's, though? Like, that's bogus as hell. Like, you're not going to sit here and make my other kids feel left out, and you're only bringing one child something to eat. I ain't hear no more. I heard enough about it. But, well, first of all, I know it's cap. I know it's fake. But let's say it's real. Let's say it's real. I think it's real, but let's say it's real. It can't. Well, if it's real. I need defects on the scene because why are you feeding your baby McDonald's every day? What the fuck? Like, what the fuck? That's, that's the, if it's real, that's the first offense. Every day McDonald's is cap. Second offense. Shout it like, and, and, and this, and this is going to be delicate, right? Because niggas have been listening to this pod for long enough to know me. I'm, I'm in a relationship now. Shout out to my girl. I love you. But when I was single, and hell, my girl, she ain't had no kids. I didn't date girl with kids. I did not date women with kids when I was out here dating. Oh, Keith, how you do that? You got two kids. So, because little shit like this, like, if you dating women with kids and you have kids, then y'all have kids. It's so many levels of, like, different expectations and things going on. And this, in this instance right here, if he's bringing food every day, right? First of all, it sounds like this is a routine. So, she should not be surprised that he's doing this. Trying to put him on blast. You put him on blast to say what? That he's not taking care of other kids? Now, if that was a stepfather, right? That was the actual stepdad. He was in a relationship. That's totally different, right? Like my son, right? My son. At my, one point, according son, to her, at one point he was. Like, yeah, of course. It had to be because they had a, a child together. Yeah. And yeah, mm-hmm. we, and when we together, bro, my, my son right now has a stepfather. He, he does a good, a great job, right? But if he was to ever leave my son's mom, I would never expect that nigga to still, he might feel connected, might want to still check up and da da da. But my son and his mom should never look at this nigga sideways and be like, oh, well, how you ride this one baby something and you didn't bring the other baby something? Sure, we ain't together no more. When I lived in this house paying bills, yes, I take care of responsibilities. But when I'm not in here, I'm taking care of my responsibility. That's like being with a girl and you hear some baby fathers like, oh, well, you know, I pay the rent over there, I pay the light bill over there, I do this or that. Some of that shit is too much. I feel like every relationship has a give and take. You know what you owe, right? Every man knows what he owe. 
and every man know what he's doing too much. There are some baby fathers paying for everything. And in my mind, when you hear the story, they might need to pay for everything. The nigga probably shitted on her. The nigga probably did all types of crazy shit. You probably still need to pay. Bring, bring that back to here. Ain't nothing wrong with this brother. Something wrong with that sister because if anything, if you feel like your, your kids should all be sharing the food, when I bring you that bag of food, you split that bitch up four ways like he's supposed to. And you explain to my kid why he had to share his food, split up four ways with four other kids because you're an inappropriate mom. You got all the extra babies. That's your fault. They ain't got shit to do with me. Now, the brother's <laughs> fucked up because you shouldn't have fucked with her with all them kids. Like, you knew what the fuck it was. And what we always say, what every brother know, when you see a shot about three, four kids. <laughs> you know that thing got down snapping, boy. Especially if they don't stair steps. Walk one, on up. One, two, three, four. Three different baby daddies, like that thing too good, bro. I, I used to run away from girls like that, bro. Like well, you got four kids, shut up, I'm not even touching you. You yeah, crazy? I, I know that thing hitting. I don't date women with kids either. <laughs> dang, dang, dang. Dumb as hell. <coughs> Dumb as hell. But, right, before but, I get my opinion, what what do your rules say? What what you say, man? Yeah, from, from a young man with no kids, young man with no kids, I'm just got here. What what you say? Honestly, really, if she really had a problem with it, and she could really hit them other kids' fathers up and tell them to bring something. Like, that's that's the simplest thing to do, really. That ain't that nigga responsibility. What they number? Shit, I ain't mine. <laughs> Probably don't even that. know. That's what I'm saying. But, and, yeah. and, and it's triggering because that's really what happens in these situations. It be the brothers out here wanting to take care of their kids, wanting to get custody of their kids, paying their child support, doing everything they're supposed to do. And dumb be the ones that the sisters come down the hardest on. Meanwhile, the other baby daddies, where are they? Yeah, this nigga bring his child food every day. Where them other baby daddies at? And to think about Why it, what's she eating every them? day though? What's she eating every day? Because don't let me don't let me really pull out some receipts on like how much these women uh, can really get. I remember I'm, at one I'm point a, in time, I knew was started getting six hundred a month in food stamps. Yeah, I don't six hundred one kid. I don't see eight before. I don't see eight hundred before. Bruh. What? Uh-huh. Nigga, I haven't seen it. Yeah, so, um. Go to Memorial John I got Kroger. Di- I got different views than y'all. <laughs> that nigga tripping. I that say he, tri- I say he tripping. Why you say that? As a super stepdaddy. I'm about to say, as a super stepdaddy. Yeah, as a super stepdaddy. Bro, you know what time it is, bro. You already been dating her. You already been kicking it with her. Like, to me, you just liked it. He liked the drama of it. This ain't the first time she don't argue with him about bringing food just for, again, we're speaking if it's real, right? Mm-hmm. If he done did this before, this ain't the first time because now she exposing because you did it before and it was an argument. Mm-hmm. Now she exposed. Like, bro, as men, you don't put yourself, like, you know, y'all know me. I always preach behind the scene. As a man, we have the power in a lot of these situations. And this is a consequence of you living recklessly. You done now had a child with a woman that you don't want to be with, obviously, because y'all not together. And that woman had multiple kids. Now, you're about to threaten, unfortunately, for you to have the highest, most quality relationship with your son, you have to stay in quality relationship with that woman. Yeah. Because she will make your life hell, which will ultimately make your son's life hell. Now, I will say this, too. Me, personally, if I was in this situation personally, where like I'm going every day and I gotta first of all if I have to take my son food every day like I have to and you're not eating every day and you already got kids over there 
I'll take my kid. I'll be, I'll be, you know me. I'll be yeah, quitting. Yeah, just custody. Get, get your son up out of here. Yeah, get my son up out of here. Be me and my son. We out of here. Like, so the fact that he ain't doing that part too, like this, that I look crazy on him for now. If you feel like this is a crazy situation like that, where bro, well, take her because let me just be real with you. Anybody that don't ever been in it with a woman like that, you don't argue with a woman like that unless y'all still fucking. Like y'all still fucking around, y'all still doing something. So nigga, you know if you still fucking with that woman, quit being immature and just buy everybody something to eat or go get a pizza. Like make life easy. You like to argue, and and that is that like that like that's that's me talking big shit. Like I wouldn't buy the food and all that. But ultimately, ultimately, for any father out there listening, if you don't take anything, make it peaceful. Yeah. Period. Just make because, it peaceful. Because if you want a highest relationship quality with your son, the relationship with her, and I got partners that's going through that. Mm-hmm. I got partners that's going through it. You want to go to war with the baby mother and think it's not going to affect your relationship with your child. It does. It does. So until you get yourself in a position to take your child, go to, or go to court and prove that you are a better fit parent than she is, like, bro, do what's going to be peaceful for y'all. Like, that's Why what. Why don't you tell them to come outside? Like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm about to pick them up. Pick yeah. them up. Take them to get something to eat. And then, bring eat, them and them back but off. then, but then from the other thing, if you are a sibling, cause I'm a sibling. So if you're a sibling and depending on what type of child you got, he going to feel fucked up eating in front of his siblings like that. I don't know. Maybe you did something to my son. Maybe my son ain't fucking with you. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, my son ain't fucking with you. Like, man, why don't get you no food? But what I'm saying know? is, like, maybe I'm getting this one some food because I see it. Like, he gonna make it to the league. So I'm bringing both. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't like, fucking with that. I, I, I did bring it for my son. And look, but, LeBron. The, 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 <laughs> Look, 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 Kobe, I mean, c- c- Contendra. <laughs> Good game last week too, son. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm thinking about though? You don't, you don't remember that scene in, um, Poetic Justice where, uh, they get to fighting the baby daddy's tone, Loki Tupac and Tupac take his daughter and the little boy is like, I want to go too. Oh yeah. I remember that. Like, that that's what that shit remind me of. Like tone Loki just posted up. Pop didn't bring two burgers. Pop got his daughter. Man, yeah. I'm just saying, if you want to live peaceful, bro, like that shit, like nigga, just get get food for all. Now, now, now let's talk about the other side, the cap. This is cap though. Like this is all. I told my girl the other day, like I'm getting to the point where even fake video, I can't, I, I can't, believe, I don't believe any. I saw a video of a girl catching her mom in the bed with her boyfriend. I was like, she doing too much talking. Like this shit, cap. Now, nah, but I did see one with a woman a- caught, <laughs> caught a dude, caught a dude in the Airbnb on the air mattress on the floor. Now that was real. Like you can tell when it's real. You can tell when it's fake. So my nigga had to sleep. Yes. yes. <laughs> and I knew it was real because the girl got up and said, "I I thought this. I, I thought it was too good to be true, girl. I, I know. I knew. I knew it was too good to be true, girl. Uh, I think that shit was fake too. Nah. Like nah, no, cause, cause no, now he, the, the fact that he doubled back because she said he doubled back and kept the door unlocked from the day before. He it was too much setup. That shit was real. <laughs> we know niggas like that. They went and checked on the Airbnb. He right. left the back door unlocked. Like came back two days later with a whole other shot. So that so, was hilarious. So we got to just talk about our culture and what, how much we want to get. Like you really gonna put your mama on video, and y'all gonna act like like I don't think that's. I don't know too many mamas because they blurred out. This is how they did this video. Buddy, Buddy's face is blurred the whole time. 
So it's like y'all are doing it. And then he has like merch on. That's like us doing the skit, like the same way. Facebook. You know what? I take that back. I take that back because I have picked up my kids plenty of times. Like, so it's merch on. So I take that back. I take that back. But it do look fake already. Cause like everybody face be blurred, even the girl like her mama face was blurred, the boyfriend face is blurred. They doing too much talking. But when the nigga that caught in the air matches, she showed that nigga face. Like when they show you the face, I think it's real. I think it's more real. It's just like I'm gonna be real. Going back to the McDonald's, I seen it, but I didn't. To me, it was such a no brainer conversation. I just let it ride. Yeah, but, but I I seen it in that fathers group. But see, that, brother, you thing, still in that black fathers group on Facebook? Like you, you don't don't I haven't been on Facebook in like years. Bro, on Facebook, it's a black fathers group, y'all, and it's so it's sad. Bro, it's, it's sad. sad. I kind of stopped reading it because it's, like every day sad, used to bro. be like paragraphs of niggas. Like it, it used to be sad stories. Bro, it's sad. It, it don't got worse, bro. But it, I don't. I don't hate what I do like about this culture right now, though. Like niggas is eating though. Like this fake video drop, so many YouTube comments. Hell, we podcasting on it right now. Like nigga, it's it's providing content in a slow news week. I didn't. This is a slow news. I didn't think it was gonna get as much attention as it did. Like this shit literally split the internet in half. I knew it would because bro, what happened this week? Everything happened last week. The BET Awards, Roe vs Wade. Then this week, nothing. Like, yeah, this shit split the internet in half. I didn't think it was gonna do that. Like I'm talking about, I don't see so many theses and memes, and then like you said, but that's but that's why I really don't like it because it's like niggas know what's up. Like, bro, who I I'm I deal with that with my son. He has a little brother. When he says, "Hey, dad, can we get him something?" I say, "Yeah," and especially if I can. Now, if I couldn't, then I have to say no. You know what I'm saying? But if I can, I say yeah. But in this times where I've noticed he don't ask, he just gets something. That between them, like. You know what I'm saying? mad at that nigga. Whatever it is. <laughs> hey, look, it like, it like, it like, it's spitting out of that nigga ass. Yeah, my mama said, my mama said we can't eat those. Like, nigga, we can, nigga. I see your ass eat no shit, nigga. You lying like that. Hey, Trey used to do that shit. Oh, man. My, my cousin, shout out to my cousin Trey. I'll show you to You know, it's, and it's always the rich cousin that do that. <laughs> nigga. Damn. Selfish ass nigga, man. Oh no, we can't eat those. We can't. My mom said we can't eat There's those. There's always a cousin who who got the biggest house. <laughs> who be like, nah, you can't. Like nigga, I just That's seen you eating up, them man. shits, nigga. And nigga be sneaking in the goddamn back, snacking on shit. I like nigga, life is fuck for that, man. So to the to the baby mamas out there, man, you know one reallocate those food stamps the right way. Quit selling them, motherfuckers. <laughs> she said my food stamps don't get. And then two to nigga well, man. And if you gonna sell them, man, just fifty cent on the dollar. What's the seventy five cent on the dollar shit, bro? Niggas ain't good with the math that quick, bro. I am, but most niggas that that three fourths, man. I ain't got time for and that. Seventy five fuck me up. I ain't gonna lie. How much I? How much I bought? That shit will fuck me up right now. That motherfucker in the store counting your fingers. Seventy five cent on the dollar. I'm like, oh, nigga, I gave you eighty dollars. What the fuck do I'm I get? Spending one sixty in food. What the fuck do I get to spend? That's just hilarious. Man. Hey, so, goddamn. But to, to the dude, man, dude. As men, bro, I'm just sorry. I I always go back to men because men, we get to decide what we want to do. Yeah, like, you're right. You're like right. we you're control right. the narrative of this shit, regardless of what we want to say. We control it. I was laughing though. 
me and Detson were talking on the way up here because it was the video. Nigga was like, why are you single? And they were giving a whole list of reasons why he was single. Nigga was like, that shit was funny. They were like, you know, I'm single because, uh, Sugar daddies. I'm saying because of, uh, high competition from other bachelors. High maintenance. High maintenance. Then the number one, he said, I lack startup capital to start a relationship. <laughs> that was hilarious. And I was starting to think about capital. that. I was like, nigga, it is start, you do need startup capital to start a relationship. Like if you want to go out here and get a girlfriend right now, what is that number you have to spend in order to convince her to be your boyfriend, to be your girlfriend? Like, how many <laughs> dates is that? How many goddamn, how many times you got to go out? You got, so that means it's literally probably about a stack. If you think about it, as yeah. a grown man, it costs about a stack to get in a relationship. Well, and, and, and shout out, man. That's RIP. without the gas money. <laughs> RIP to the uh, great, great. Kevin Sands. Man, we need that um, nigga, man. Well, well, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, we what, need him. What has happened? What has happened in, in the in the absence of his presence right now? A lot of women are finding. Hell, my girl found some of his content the other day. It was like, did you know that he said this? I said, because you know, it was the content when he was like about going fifty fifty on bills and how he yeah. said men should not go fifty fifty. You right. should be paying all the bills, right? And she's like, I didn't know he said shit. I said, see. That's what we were trying to tell you. This nigga was telling people how to really handle relationships. Yeah, but y'all just heard the one side of it. But I say all that to say, there's a whole movement of women right now. And, and this should be good news for the young brothers in the room. That's that's flat out saying, like, nah, if a woman is requiring you to have that much money to go on a date, she's a gold digger. She should be able to provide for herself mm-hmm. the way you provide for yourself. And during this dating phase, y'all should be getting to know each other like as it. friends and see if you want to invest in her. Because this ain't just dates. These but, are investments. But think about you know like, but like think it. about it from a concept. I'm buying Bitcoin every think, time I'm taking you out. Think about it, think about it from crashing. the concept of... <laughs> Think about it from the concept of, <laughs> from the concept of, I really like you though. Like when you really like Shawty, you actually try, like we don't all been there. Like I'm feeling this Shawty. Like I want to go out. I'm talking to you on the phone. I want to go out to you on the get, like nigga, we don't been there, bro. So let's not think from the concept of Shawty. I, and she kind of forced, I know I want to go out. What's the startup capital? How many dates is that? To make a girl, your girl, your shawty, how long does that take? Because in, in middle school, high school, it was easy. It was just well, like. I, listen, it, you know what? I, I, I would have to ask the young boys that because I, nowadays, these younger, it depends on who you dating, really. Because if you're dating your age range or older, it's still the traditional three months, three to six months. You know what I'm saying? If you're doing what you're supposed to be doing as far as, like you see, you're kicking out the capital. But these new girls got this term like this love bomb shit they be calling like. Nah, I ain't here though. They call it love bombing. Like they call it. I was I was watching the show with my girl the other day, and the daughter say, was like, "What'd you say, Destiny? I ain't heard that old man." <laughs> well, well, that and, and and it might it might also be because of what we was just talking about, right? These are the brothers who have the capital to date. So they're boom every day. Flowers, gifts, dates, flowers, gifts, dates for two weeks straight. Oh, trick it off. Exactly. But they call it love. But hold on, they call it love. They call it love bombing because see, when you trick off, the woman is kind of understood that hey, this is exchange. Love bomb is she's trying to act like she don't know. 
that there's an exchange. You know, you know, it's two types of women. It's women oh, yeah, who know yeah. and women who act like they don't know. Like, oh, yeah. I don't so I done spent two hundred dollars on a date. You know what I'm trying. You to do. know what, what we what you trying to do after this? What am I trying to do? After, what is that a question? You, you know, I finish this conversation. <laughs> or, or I like these new young niggas that go out. Hey, and, uh, uh, on that third day, you're like, hey, maybe I just cook at my house this time. Man, nah, nah, I like them niggas that be like, you come, you come to my house after this, and they be like, nah, they be like, yeah, split, split that bill in half, split, split that check. But like, I've never seen a nigga do that in real life. Like, I'm not doing that, bro. You gotta be a bold nigga to do that in real life, bro. You like, nah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm not doing that. I don't know, bro. I cast that shit. I get it on the back end. I put it like that. <laughs> Dang, dang, dang. I used to, I used to, used to stand up, stand up. Hey, stand up, stand up, stand up. <laughs> nah, for real though, like. How long it take y'all to, uh, if you got a young girl, man, you know what I'm saying? You out here, how old are you? 23. 23, boy. Woo! What the scene out here for a 23 year old young man, man? How long it take you to get a, uh, if you really wanna, are you in a relationship now? Nah, I'm chilling. You chilling? Alright, alright. 23, that's the, yeah, that's when I had my first kid. I'm my first. Don't say that. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I'm, I'm got you brothers right. Yeah, that yeah. nigga fertile too. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How long it take to get a girlfriend? Like, what's the now. process? Y'all niggas can't play. Process. Ain't no options. <laughs> See, cause, cause I wouldn't say like for for an older cat, six weeks or less. <laughs> <laughs> dang, dang. Right, no, for, no. for an older guy, it ain't that hard no more. Cause it's some of the girls that want to be in a relationship. You just gotta be Instagram friends with her. For about four months, <laughs> take out at least one good time. Shit, shit uh, the young girls they like when you're not on Instagram and shit nowadays. They like that. Shit. Hey, so like I just deactivated my shit the other day. So, uh, matter of fact, it, you ain't see this thing going around on on uh, YouTube and TikTok and IG with the girls like, um, he he's a what they, they he, like he's, he, a, he's, five, a, he's but, a five, but he got uh, but he paid for all your friends' dinner. I don't know, or she's a ten, but. She live in Canton. That should like, be funny though. <laughs> Hold on, she she a five. He a five, but he take for all. Uh, but yeah, pay for yeah. all your friends. Like it is the new meme that's been going. But I, but I think that's coming from the Kevin Samuels though, because Kevin was saying that like, look, you might be a six, like Shawty, you might be a six, but you a hardworking, dedicated six, and you trying to shoot for a ten. You might need to stay at your level. I think that's why these girls are might now able saying to reach for eight. Exactly. Yeah. So now the compromise is like, you know what? That nigga might be a seven. But he has a good job. He pay for all my friends. This he go on vacations. He's a tip. You know what I'm saying? Because because low key niggas do that. Now nah, I know I do. That. I know I do. Well, like, how many times we seen a shawty and we be like turn around? She a ten now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see that ass. <laughs> did to the crate. Did to the crate. <laughs> she got body boy. I'm telling you. <laughs> Hey, look, I was just talking to Keith about the other day, man. Like, no, I want your answer, though. I want your answer. Don't forget your answer. But y'all remember, like, back in the day, we used to talk about the desert and being in a mirage, like, seeing a mirage, y'all know? Yeah. So, we used to talk about that. The closest thing to a mirage in real life is seeing a light-skinned shawty from afar. <laughs> like, I pulled up on a shawty the other day. Shout out to a light-skinned. I was like, man, this motherfucker fine as hell. Man, I got up to her shawty. When I say she was ugly, is I'm talking about personality was even ugly. Like it went like because I said something to her because I was pulling up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was pulling up because my window was down. When I say shot of a goddamn trash, bro, like a light skin shot of a trick you, bro. You be looking at shot because you just see that bright. 
And you be like, hold on, hold on. Shawty got that walk. She got that walk like, uh, what's his boy, uh, the movie and, uh, slow down real quick. What's that, what's that, uh, what's that show, Snowfall? The mama in Cuba. You remember that scene? Oh, it's one of that ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell, boy? Nah, nigga, I'm thinking about, uh, I'm gonna play it after the pod. Okay, I mean, look at what you talking different. about. What you talking about is that scene from Juice. Remember on Juice when they went in the record store? Yes, and, bro. and Q was like, damn. He walk up to her and she get the smile and he's like, <laughs> nigga, that's the exact same. Mirage, bro. Mirage. So what it take, bro? Young niggas, man. What y'all got to do to get, cause, cause we interview some, we interview some young girl, man. We're going to put it on Patreon, y'all. Patreon, Patreon. I ain't going to lie. I'd be uncomfortable with y'all generation, man, of young girls. Yeah, real talk. Like, like nowadays, it seems like a lot of them don't really want to do the whole relationship shit. So it's like, if you find one that do, it probably take maybe like two months, maybe. But see, I, I feel I'll be so scared in y'all generation now. Let me tell you why. You can't trust shit nowadays. Well, not even just trust shit. But see, a hero's a city girl, bro. Not even that, bro. And E, you gonna you gonna know what I mean? Women judge each other, right? So, back in the day, the city girls, we would know who the city girls were as far as the men, but, but the women kind of wouldn't know. They'd right? be hiding it. And if and if and if they did find out that girl was a city girl and she saw you with her, Man, you, you count in her trouble. Out. But nowadays, these city girls are on front street. So as soon as you talk to one. The good girls on below. Like, oh, I, I saw you in that DM. Or I saw you on that comment. You're like, damn, I wasn't even. Really trying to holler like that. See, back in the day, you can get away with, you know, a little toss away and then come back to to, to the real to game. the civilized system. But, but now, now it's, but they, now they all mixed in with each other too. They mixed they in, know, they hang know, out because now the you got young girls who ain't doing shit, hanging out with the city girl, and they be talking. They use city girl lingo. Wear city girl clothes. Wear city girl attire. Yeah, wear city girl clothes, and they ain't doing nothing at all. They just want the tension because what it is. Every woman, uh, well, every woman who is highly invested in social media wants city girl attention. They want the likes. They want the comments. Even Aisha Curry. Yes, they want, they, they want all, they want that. So therefore, they might not even be living that lifestyle. They might not even have that mindset, but they want to sing the lyrics. They want to wear the clothes. They want to do everything like them. You know what I'm saying? To get the results that they feel like they're getting online. Cause I've even had this argument with girls. I'm like, bro, you know, we really don't like that shit. Like, well, we can't tell y'all liking in the comment all on. I'm like, yeah, that's nice just, to look at. That's just social media. I don't even really want my, nigga, I don't, I don't want none of that. Yeah. Uh, in public, no, I don't want, I know some niggas like this. Some niggas like to have the baddest shot well, let your shot be. You know what? I think you just said something. You just said something. Us as men, we, it's okay. We got rap. Uh, us as men, right? We, even from a young age, we've been traditioned, trained to do stuff for women. I tell my girl yeah. all the time, if niggas didn't have, if women didn't exist and he had to do shit for women, niggas would be fat, playing video games, chilling, really not doing half of the, you might still have some motivated brothers, but in general, making bare minimum number money, like you're not doing half of the shit we do. Like, niggas just put on clothes and smell good just so we can be attracted when we step out. Half of the time. Because if so, it went for women, we'd still be smelling like outside. All day. All day with <laughs> outside clothes on. But women, on the other hand, 
they've gotten away from for doing shit for men. They really yeah. do it for themselves, mm. and that's where they're losing. Because you can either for themselves or for their homegirl. But when was the last time you did something for a man? Uh uh-uh. uh. If I do it for a man, uh uh-uh. uh. Mm. They. But mm. but meanwhile, come on, kid. Beyonce out here doing stuff for her man. She ain't kick him out. They still together. You can't City girl, city girls out here holding hey poppy signs while he's shouting out his ex girlfriend. Like they they going out bad. So like, when is the last time you held a hey poppy sign? You know what I'm saying? Oh, you trying to be too cool? No, a lot of them too cool for that shit. I'm no. too cool, you know. And you true, like women ain't doing enough because they're like, I, I do, I wear this for me. I don't wear it for you. It's a yeah, uh, everybody heard them. I, I, everybody I, I, heard. I, I like when I go on my deep dive on uh on like YouTube. Like I like sometimes I find other algorithms. Right, like I'll see a hashtag and I'm like, damn, what that from? Let me follow it. It's this hashtag called SYSBM. Have you heard of this? No. It's a movement called Save Yourself Black Men. And it's it's a bunch of black women who are telling black men, hey, you you might need to save yourself. Like you just need to find out just that one girl that's gonna be down for that program and y'all lock all the way in because all these women are hoes. Yeah, the rest of them. Like all of them are gold digging hoes and you better save yourself. Hell, some of them even saying go out of the country and don't bring her back. Because we talked about that too. <laughs> they said go out the country and if you're going to move to Africa with your girl, stay there for a little while. Don't bring her right back. Because they bring her right back. You want to adopt this lifestyle. Exactly. But yeah. there's another brother that's saying, uh-uh. Globalization has hit so bad. You they got the OnlyFans in South Africa. You got the OnlyFans in India. You got the show that's popping off in Japan. Like, it's going down globally. Yeah, like, definitely everywhere. Globally. The more of the story Sorry, is, Grandpa. the more of the story is, y'all young, man. So it's like, y'all young and the standard, the, the moral, I don't know if I want to say moral standard, but the, the standard has definitely been lowered, right? So now, I know they used to tell us back in the day, well, you find you a good one, you better hold on. But I'm telling y'all for real. <laughs> Find a good I'll tell y'all for real. You find a good one, and good can be classified for uh, on a couple of different levels. But I can give you some universal indications that Shawty might be all right. Not saying it's guaranteed, but she might be all right. Um, one, she has to have a strong presence of a male in her life. Mm. Strong presence, whether that's a father, whether it's an uncle, a grandfather. Like a strong presence, right? Or a brother that's like a father, but yeah, not a bro- big brother. Brother like a father. Mm. That man has to be a man. And what I mean by that, he need, he don't need to be lame. You know what I'm saying? And he don't need to be, and what I mean by lame, he don't need to be no sucker where he get ran over. Because I have been with uh, women that got their father in their life when they father getting ran over. You know what I'm saying? Like literally he just, he a beta. I only like using a beta alpha male, but he would be what you would describe as a beta male. So a strong presence of a strong man in her life. That's like a key sign. A strong sense of like life purpose, what she wants to do. It's always hard being with a woman that really don't know what she want to do if you know what you want. Because your grind is always going to be challenged. It's always going to be questioned. And it's always going to be resented. You know what I'm saying? If you know what you're doing and she don't, like, it's it ain't going to mix. Three, she got to have a strong sense of connection with her family. Um, A strong sense of connection with family. This is important for me because I got one. So 
it's like if you got a strong connection with your family and your shawty don't got a strong connection with her family, she ain't going to understand why you just want to go to your cousin's house and kick it on a Sunday <laughs> or, you know, why your brother or your mama came over. Like she ain't going to get those different things that you just naturally do with your family. You don't think yeah. about it. It just happens. She ain't going to get it. You know what I'm saying? But somebody that does got a strong connection with her family, she'll understand your relationship with yours. And it also means she's kind of rooted in where she come from. She understands where she come from or who she is. Those three things, man. And then she's, uh, then number four, she got to be able to be a cheerleader, right? A cheerleader without feeling like she is less than. Like somebody that could cheer you on and support you without her feeling like, oh, she ain't doing nothing with her life. Man, you get that? Those are like, all right, Shada might be all right. You get those signs? Yeah. But I don't know how easy it is to find in y'all generation. Yeah, it's gonna make me go call her right now. <laughs> I mean, real <laughs> shit, talk. shit, you but better I mean, call. Because the other part about it too, I'll tell you, brothers, with all that advice elders gave you, on top of that, stick to your plan though. Cause yeah. like y'all are young. Yeah. Stack that bread, stick to your plan. Don't let these women lie and tell you you don't need it. Cause they'll be, they'll lie. Oh, you, it ain't about that. It ain't about the money. It ain't about, <laughs> yes it is, because it's not, about the money, you're right. It's about providing, being responsible, and taking care of you. So in the meanwhile, just be some cool ass friends. Weed, weed them out. Weed out process. Like you got some good advice for that. Just how to weed them out and weed out process. And bro, like find somebody who definitely understands where y'all going. Like they can go with y'all because I don't think y'all can do what our generation used to do as far as in. I'm trying to find a better term. I mean, I don't want to use string along, but like build a long lasting relationship. Like I've known my girl about 12, 15 years now, but I don't think if I grew up now, we would last 12, 15 years. just off of how the bullshit go nowadays. Like yeah. I, I, I couldn't see it. You know what I'm saying? So like, if I was y'all, I'd just be stacking that bread and man, stay, listen, stay being a man. Masculine energy has to come back because times is about to get rough. And uh, what's that? What's that saying? They say hard, hard men. Hard, good times, times good times create weak men. Hard times create strong men. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. And then the strong. So these is about to be some hard times, and strong men gonna be needed. And there's gonna be a lot of women looking up, and you're like, damn, where the strong men at? And you know like what Key said, stick to your plan. Stick to your plan because there is a certain thing called a good distraction, mm. where like you know. I mean, and, and Keith can tell his story. Like, Keith was supposed to be going to fam you. You know what I'm saying? He negated his plan, not because it necessarily is what he wanted to do. It just, he I thought. Like, I feel like that's what I had to do. I had good, I mean, great distraction in my son, but if my plan was to go to fam you and finish my degree out and do all that, I should have fucking did it. Because in retrospect, hell, going off to the side, what I thought was going to happen really didn't happen. And all at the end of the day, anybody respects, not just women, men too, is status, power, and money. You know what I'm saying? So you, while you can build it up, build it up. While you young, get it. Because at 23, a nigga still want to sit down and talk to you and tell you some shit. At 33, a nigga looking at you like, bro, what the fuck is you talking about? What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now hey, we can partner on some I shit. I tell Destiny shit all the time. You. I tell both of them that, like, like right now, y'all, people care. People want to fuck with you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And you got to take advantage of it. Like, but you can literally change your plan like Keith did 
Think he doing some noble shit. Right? That's why, like, we be playing, but that don't, like, right now is the worst time to have kids. And, and so, like, it would be the worst time to have kids. It like, is. Because, because that's the only reason I've been able to move the way I'm able to move. Like, I've been able to do a lot. Like, bro, I maximized my 20s. I'm still leveraging my 30s. Because, I mean, I got kids and grandkids now, but that's through marriage. But, uh, <laughs> but goddamn, before, before now, bro, I've been able to just move, bro. It's a lot. Me and Keith had two different experiences. No, we, we rock. We, we right here. This is both our company, but my journey to get here look way different than his journey to get here. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. literally the only difference are kids. kids. But I will say sticking to your plan looks like this podcast because I had another chance to veer off, right? Mm-hmm. Shit was getting tough. We talked about it on the pod plenty of times. I was going to move back to South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Like shit was so tough. I was like, man, I got to pack it up. You know what I'm saying? Going home. And this is like right before we got there, like right before the pod. Got our own equipment to start running. And he was like, this the plan. Like, we got to stick to the plan. Made it work. We started becoming roommates. Stuck to the plan. And here we are today. And in retrospect, now my girl see the plan. And she has no doubts in this podcasting thing. Because she remembers when I, <laughs> I didn't have no money to pay no rent. But I came home with new equipment. And she looked at me like, get out. <laughs> How the fuck? <laughs> You just told me, like, you literally just told me you had no money for nothing. And I come in with microphone stands, boy. <laughs> Chords. She said, get out. But look, you gotta, like, you, like, it's, it's, it's so funny, but it's a real story, man. Cause I remember the times when it happened and now it's like, oh, okay. Now we far from where we want to be. Far, yeah. But when you could clearly see what we were doing day one to what we're doing now, I was like, okay, there's growth here, and now it's less resistance. Now it's like, okay, I get it. Sundays are for potter. Yeah, yeah, we going all day Sunday. Sundays are for potter. We get it. We understand it. We're not arguing. We're not fighting. So sometimes you gotta like, I gotta find the episode I talked about it. But you gotta believe in this shit more than anybody else believe it. And be okay, especially the people that are close to you. That's why they say you got to be cl- careful who you tell your dreams to, because it's like your mom might say, "What the fuck you doing?" Out of fear, because she don't understand it. She love you and she want to see you in a, the best position. She might talk down on your dream out of fear, not out of hate, not out of doubt. It's just, she just scared that you won't be the best version of yourself you could be because she don't understand the vehicle or the pathway you're taking. And because you got a close relationship with your mom, you can let that shit actually hinder you. Like, damn, she might be a, right. I actually had, had a, that, I actually had to have that conversation with my mom like a couple of weeks ago, honestly. Uh-huh. Yeah. So and, I know it, exactly what you're talking about. And it's just on some respectful shit, but you're an adult. Yeah. And I know me personally. I know I was that kid that was heavily influenced by what my parents thought. So, like, even my major in school, I really wanted to be a teacher. I could have been like Walt. Mm-hmm. But my mom taught me all that shit. Oh, you too smart in math. You should do engineering. You should do engineering. So I do engineering. But I know there's a piece of me that's like, damn, if I would have been a teacher. I could have been like Walt. I'd probably been a principal, like, the type of person I am. But that's what I had love to do. 
And ever since then, I'm like, can't nobody, I'm not going to do that again. So, you know what I'm saying? That's why I like y'all generation because y'all see the options and y'all kind of tell your parents, like, like you saw my stepsister. She in Japan. You know what I'm saying? She told her, hey, I'm leaving. Doing what? 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 So the, the thing is, what I, what I love about life, shit. life is only a collection of decisions that you made. Not what people made for you. I don't care how much they, inf- they could have influenced you to make it, but you still made the decision. You know what I'm saying? So when you have any f- conversation with your parents, you got to stand on your square. But here's the other thing about it though. Be prepared for the consequences of it. Mm-hmm. So if the consequences of your decisions to do the opposite of what your mom said, and therefore she said, you got to get out the house, be prepared. Do I want to, do I care, believe in this shit this much? To be out my parents' house and on the, on the street or on somebody's couch trying to figure this shit out. That's like what you got to be prepared, the consequences for those decisions. Mm-hmm. And that's what made me different. Now, a lot of my siblings, a lot of people, like, I didn't care. Like, like I made, I made my decisions and I stood on them and I'm still doing that today. And I ain't always made the right decisions, <laughs> but I could look back and be like, shit, like, nigga. I live life with a story. You know what I'm saying? This nigga <laughs> look like Dave Chappelle. <laughs> like, like, I got, I got a lot of goddamn stories. I'm like, I can tell you about the time where, hey man, I was with this motherfucker and that shit went horrible, but it was a good time. <laughs> like, we made it through and we here. So like, you know, I don't even know how we got on that path, but for y'all, man, I'm excited about y'all because y'all want to keep me and Keith young. You know what I'm saying? We get the, we get the, uh, Life blood, life blood, man. Yeah. Like, that's how you stay young, man. You yeah. gotta keep young folks around you, man. Yeah, we, uh, you know, so I'm learn all the new words, you know what I'm saying? No kizzy, you know what I'm saying? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no kizzy. <laughs> Y'all say weddy. Is that, is that, is that the new boy term? Weddy? Nah. Weddy? Oh, okay. That's probably, nah. Well, bitch that's wet and ready to go. <laughs> That's, that's not what I, I just, I just heard the other day, man. You know what I'm saying? That's See, Keith, Keith got that. Is it, a t- he get it from two worlds. He get it from y'all. Plus, he got a shawty. So he watched shawty TV. <laughs> so he watched. My, my, my shawty watched Zeus. Like, yeah, so, that's the cabaret. Like, do it like it's so my T- day. Like, like, keep <laughs> me watching like all that reality TV, TV and shit. Man, <laughs> like, beside, beside note, man, Real Housewives of Dubai. Listen, listen, I done told everybody, I done told everybody, if my daughter was to get a white man, it better be a white man like the men in the white man in Dubai. Cause I swear to God, them white men in Dubai are taking care of them sisters like fucking kings. I, and you know how I bad I'm like Dr. Umar with it. So I, so there's nothing you can do for me, but Seeing that, I was like, "Isn't this suspicious? <laughs> Is this <laughs> suspicious?" Hey, I was like, "Jesus, that's what the white man doing?" I said, "Baby girl, tell me she moving to the bar with her white man. That's what they doing." I would not be mad. We have got to stay focused. <laughs> <laughs> you don't find this suspicious. You don't find this suspicious. Man, let wrap this shit up. Bro, man. I how when they show Umar, he comes to the screen. <laughs> nah, that nigga hey, Doctor Umar, funniest. Hey, look. It's like when well, you show the white girl twerking and she get ready to pull off her pants, all of a sudden they pull his face up, he's like, donations, donations, gifts, gifts. 
Hey man, that, that nigga is funny, bro. Um, look, we say this every time, man. We love y'all. We need y'all, but most importantly, we can't wait to see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Jess Eldridge Podcast and Friends. Yeah. City with T I outcast and ooh we everybody know about Atlanta. It's just a cool G. Everybody know about the scammers, by the trappers, and what we living now. It's just that lifestyle. Turn on my podcast, I'm tryna hit it real now. Hit perspective, we wanna keep it real now. Every day we on the grind. Sometimes it's hard to tune out the outside. Oh, oh, oh. It's just Eldridge, it's just Eldridge. Tuning on the podcast, yeah. Real things, you know we gon' last, yeah. Kick it back, kick it back, kick it back. Man, I'm gonna give y'all some words that occur. Trust no one, you hear me? They got some snakes in this world, and I hate snakes. Trust nobody, you hear me? Yeah. Feel that bitch. That's right. Ooh, that bitch kicked in. Ooh.